Hey friend, welcome to Triumph Holistic Living Podcast. I'm your host, Casey Lewis, certified wellness practitioner, helping Christian women like you to improve your health and to once and for all ditch the chronic fatigue, fog, and illness like depression, anxiety, autoimmunity, and stubborn fat, and to gain thriving energy and good mood, confidence, and Glorify God by taking care of the body he's given you with natural methods based on principles that will never change because they're founded in scripture and science. Let's dive in. Hey friend, so you know all chronic disease has its roots in inflammation, right? Like, and not just chronic disease, but a lot of the daily ailments that we struggle with, like headaches and fatigue, exhaustion, moodiness, depression, anxiety, autoimmunity, right? All these things are caused largely by inflammation. I had uh, one professor explain it that chronic inflammation is, it's, it's like the rust of our bodies that just slowly wears away at us over time and causes our bodies to break down. And there are so many issues that need to be addressed in order to control inflammation levels in the body. And one of those many ways, largely being through diet and, you know, addressing your gut health. Uh, But even within that one area of just diet alone, there are like a million things that cause inflammation and there's lots of foods that are anti-inflammatory as well. It's, it's a lot to learn at first, but you know, you need to just take one thing at a time and that's what I'm here to help you do. So when I first started learning all of this and I was making changes in my diet, something I remember feeling overwhelmed by was oils and how to choose and not, not like essential oils, um, that too, that was a whole new world for me also, which I love me some essential oils, but I'm talking about uh, like, like oils that you cooking oils, oils you cook with that you eat, right? Because there's so many different cooking oils out there and there's so much to be learned about all of them. Like more than I even knew there was to be learned. Like I didn't even realize how much there was to be learned about oils until I started learning. And I was like, oh my gosh, this is overwhelming. And what ones to avoid altogether and which ones to cook with and to not. And I just want to help break that down for you to make it easier to navigate and simpler for you to make confident decisions so that you can take steps toward decreasing the inflammation levels in your body and to start feeling amazing. Right? So let's start with the oils that you should just totally avoid altogether. You never want to use or consume refined vegetable oils which I'd always thought vegetable oil is healthy. Like that's what I was raised up with. And I don't know, you would think it's vegetable oil, right? Uh, corn, corn oil, canola oil, soybean, safflower oil. These are all, all of these oils are really high in omega-6 fatty acids and they lack omega-3 fatty acids. 
And that matters because omega-6 fatty acids have an inflammatory effect and omega-3s have an anti-inflammatory effect. And we're supposed to ideally have a ratio of like one to one or even two to one of omega-3s, two omega-3s to one omega-6 fatty acids in our diet. And in America, we often have like 16 or 25 to one. It, it like ranges from 16 to 25 to one in the opposite direction. Like for every 16 omega-6 fatty acids, the inflammatory kind, we have one omega-3. And because of that, we only have so many like omega receptors. And so we're only absorbing and taking in the ones that are inflammatory and not getting all the benefits from the omega-3s, even if we're eating them, because we're just having too much of the other kind. So we really, we don't want to be having too many omega-6 fatty acids if we want to avoid inflammation. The other issue is that these refined vegetable oils, they're often derived from genetically modified crops. They go through just extensive processing and they, they're more susceptible to oxidation and breakdown, which leads up to the buildup of free radicals. And we just don't want that junk going on in our bodies. And since 90% of these oils are produced from genetically modified plants or, or GMOs, right? GMOs are they're a modification of living organisms, which produces these combinations of genes that don't normally occur in nature or through traditional crossbreeding methods. And according to the Center for Food Safety, some of the main human health concerns at this time when it comes to consuming GMO foods are allergic reactions, antibiotic resistance, that's bad. We need to be able to respond to antibiotics, right? Um, cancer, loss of nutrition from the plant and toxicity. So GMOs and not to mention, you know, GMOs, they wreak havoc on your gut microbiome too. So we know that that's not something that we want. We want a thriving, good, healthy microbiome. And surprise, surprise, these oils, they're cheap. They're so cheap and they're used in everything. <laughs> like when you start looking for canola oil on an ingredient label, you're going to see it a whole lot. But knowing this information, reading ingredient labels, making informed and confident decisions and you know, making your own food at home. It's very empowering. So try, do your best. It's hard. It's better, easier said than done when you're first starting to make changes. I don't know where you are on this journey right now, where you stand, but if you're in the beginning stages of learning and making changes and trying to figure out what's going to be best for your health truly and what you need to be changing and it can be it could be overwhelming. It could feel like a lot, but you just got to take one step at a time. And it's very empowering when you start learning and knowing and making changes based on a place of knowledge and understanding, right? So try not to be overwhelmed by the knowledge. So 
okay, that's what we want to avoid. Let's talk about what we should be consuming because there's lots of oils that provide really great health and nutritional benefits, but certain oils are good for cooking, you know, at high temperatures where while others aren't due to their smoke point. And uh, so when an oil is brought to its smoke point, it oxidizes and releases harmful free radicals into the food. So we don't want that, right? So let's dive into to the good oils to use and which ones we should cook with and whatnot and all that. So avocado oil. Avocado oil is my fave. It's loaded with oleic acid, which is a type of uh, monounsaturated fatty acid. It's, it's incredibly healthy. Uh, and avocado oil also contains lutein, which is a type of antioxidant. And not only that, but it has a smoke point of 520 degrees, 520 degrees Fahrenheit. So that makes it really stable and great for high heat cooking. And it doesn't have a strong flavor. So it's really one of the most versatile and easy oils to use and cook with. And you could also just drizzle it over salads and smoothies and dips and spreads to just bump up the content of healthy fats in what you're eating. So avocado oil is a really good one. Ghee is another one of my favorites. It's clarified butter, if you've never heard of it, which just means that the milk solids and the water have been removed. So that creates a final product that's lactose-free, so it's easier to digest. And ghee is also a rich source of butyric acid, which that just helps maintain the integrity of your intestinal wall, which we know increased intestinal permeability or, or leaky gut, right, to be the root of most of the chronic illnesses that cripple our society today. So ghee supports a healthy digestive tract and it's rich in vitamins A, D, E, and K. And plus it has a smoke point of 485 degrees Fahrenheit. So it's another good one to cook with, but it definitely has a buttery kind of nutty flavor. It's a strong buttery flavor. So know that when you're cooking with it. Um, that sometimes makes it more preferable than avocado oil, depending on what you're making and what you're using it for, and sometimes not. So I love to cook my veggies in ghee. Coconut oil is another really good one. It's a great source of medium chain triglycerides or MCTs, which MCTs support nutrient absorption and digestion. And they have natural antibacterial, antiviral, and antifungal properties. So They're supportive of our gut environment because they combat harmful bacteria and viruses and fungi. And MCTs are also anti-inflammatory because they contain antioxidant properties. And they're also easily burned by the body for energy or for fuel instead of being stored as fat. So they have like this thermogenic effect, which give them the ability to positively alter your metabolism. So MCTs provide many health benefits, but coconut oil doesn't have quite as high of a smoke point. Its smoke point is 350 degrees. So it's good for medium heat cooking, but no higher. Uh, Definitely, if you're going to be cooking something at a higher heat and higher level, you want to use avocado or ghee. Uh, And it definitely has a coconutty flavor. So some people really don't like that. It's not quite as versatile. I love it, but not necessarily like something like avocado oil that really has hardly any taste. 
And then the last one I'm going to mention is extra virgin olive oil because that's brimming with antioxidants, especially polyphenols, which makes it an anti-inflammatory food. Like we talk about all the time, inflammation is at the root of all disease, right? So always looking for anti-inflammatory foods. Between that and healthy fats, it's made up of uh, like ALA, um, olive oil supports your brain and your heart health. It helps fight mood disorders and depression and improves blood sugar levels and, and more. So it's really a great one. But the tricky thing with olive oil is just depending on a number of factors, the smoke point can vary. Uh, however, it's, it's typically around the same as like coconut oil and it is known to be a very stable oil that doesn't break down very easily. So it can be good for cooking again, more of like a medium heat, but it's definitely a great one for making like salad dressing with and to drizzle on top of veggies and stuff that's already cooked. And, uh, you definitely need to make sure though that you get extra virgin olive oil and organic if you can, because if it's not, oftentimes they'll label it olive oil and there's other oils added in and mixed in that changes up the content. You don't get all these great health benefits. So make sure you're going for extra virgin olive oil. Oh, for coconut oil too, we want that to be unrefined and always organic wherever we can. Those are just my favorites. There's also grapeseed oil, walnut, sesame, red palm oil. They all have various health benefits and they're good for cooking too. They're just, they're not as common to come by and I don't have as much experience cooking with them personally. So I just wanted to kind of bring up my favorites and why I choose to use them. So to wrap it up, again, we know inflammation is at the root of all chronic disease and all types of problems that we're fighting. So we want to avoid the inflammatory effect that some oils can have. And because we want to avoid that, we want to avoid refined vegetable oils like corn, canola, soybean, and safflower oil. And the best oils that we want to have with great health benefits that we can cook at a high heat are avocado oil and ghee. And we can also cook with coconut oil at medium heat extra virgin olive oil. We can cook. It's on the safer side. It's better to not just use it for the health benefits, put it on food, drizzle on food. They all provide various health benefits, but biggest takeaway here is the anti-inflammatory effects that promote good health and energy. And yeah, so hopefully if you've been trying to learn about what, what foods to be using and making your own food at home and to restore your health and your vitality and your energy from the inside out. Cooking oils is just one of those pieces of that puzzle. So I hope you found this information useful. If you did, share it with a friend, take a screenshot, tag me, let me know. And until next time, dear friend, I pray that you may enjoy good health and all may go well with you, even as your soul is getting along well.